What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. Um, guys, uh, guys, uh, I got an- I got another list for you guys today. Um, um, so yeah, uh, my list will be including, um, basically, uh, this list is very, it's very, um, it's not really, it's not really that much. It really doesn't have that much of a difference to my other list I made yesterday. Um, so, without further ado, I'm just going to say it. My list will be including four more veterans on the New York Giants who I could see getting cut with the NFL draft, you know, beyond over. So, without further ado, let's, uh, let's get right into it. Um, you know, um, you know, like I, like I, uh, like I always say, I, I don't, I don't wish any pain, I don't wish any of this on any player on the Giants roster currently, but you guys know that this is the business of you know, this is just how the NFL works. So, the names that I bring up, I don't mean any harm. But, you know, I'm trying to entertain you guys. So, let's get right into it. Um, so, not only do the Giants need to clear up cap space in order to sign their rookie class, but when the time comes for them to make their final roster cuts, some veterans who have been with the team for quite some time could be let go in order to make space. You know, these four veterans could be looking for new homes before week one arrives. So, here we go. Um, number one, I'm just going to say it. Number one, I got Sterling Shepard. Um, I got wide receiver Sterling Shepard. Um, you know, this would... This would bring a tear to my eyes, but the fact of the matter is that football is a business, and with all the wide receiver acquisitions made by Joe Shane through both the draft and free agency, there is a pretty solid chance that Sterling Shepard is let go of before the season starts. You know, this guy likely could still be a productive player, really, you know, um, Releasing him would save the Giants around $1 million in cap space, considering that the Giants need around $2.5 million to sign their rookie class. Sterling Shepard, I have a feeling he could be one of the first out the door, fortunately. You know, um, look at, look at, everyone knows how good of a player Shepard is. However, he has suffered two devastating lower body injuries in the last two seasons. Not only is it questionable either either or not he'll be healthy by the uh, by the time the season starts, but his level of play likely would be the same as it was in years past. You know, and I also feel like in addition to this, the addition of rookies like Jalen Hyatt and Bryce Ford Wheaton could push Shepard even further down the depth chart, you know, um, 
look at Shepard. It you know look at Sterling Shepard will almost undoubtedly be productive for another team if he is released. While it would be heartbreaking for me to see such a great human being leave New York. You know, Shepard may unfortunately become a cap casualty before we know it. So, he's number one. Um, number two, um, I mentioned this guy's name before, and I would not be surprised at all if he does get cut. Wide receiver Jamison Crowder. Um, look at Jamison Crowder. Look at this guy may not be a long, long time giant like some of the others on this list, but the odds of him being released are just as high, you know, while he could serve purpose as, you know, a kick, a kick returner, the Giants have other more exciting talents on the roster who could take up that role. You know, um, look at releasing Crowder would save the Giants around $960,000, you know, um, so yeah. Now, look at, well, look at this, this isn't, look at, this isn't much money. It will go a long way in helping, this money will help the Giants in a long way to sign the team's upcoming uh, rookie class. You know, um, there is simply too much talent on this current Giants receiving core to justify giving Crowder a heavy, you know, a heavy amount of snaps so releasing him may be in the team's best interest. You know, um, now look at it. Crowder may have connections with Joe Shane. You know, this guy hasn't had a 500-plus rece- uh, receiving yard season since 2020. You know, obviously, look at it. Crowder still, he obviously still has talent. And could be productive, but not enough to justify playing him over really any of the current receivers on the on the Giants. You know, look, it would suck to bring Crowder in just to release him before the season starts. But in all honesty, there are you know there there were many doubts that he'd stick around from the start. Combining that with the recent wide receiver acquisitions. There's just, you know, there's, there's just no way Crowder sticks around, you know? So, yeah. Um, number four. Um, oh, number three. Um, I got linebacker Gerard Davis. Now hear me out. After an incredible performance, you know, in the Giants regular season finale against the Eagles, it seemed like Gerard Davis was here to stay, you know. However, this guy played pretty poorly during the playoffs, but the Giants did re-sign him, you know. Um, despite you know this, look, I st- I still believe that there is a chance that Davis isn't on the roster entering the regular season. He would provide. Don't get me wrong. I feel like this guy will provide a solid veteran presence. You know, another breakout uh, preseason from second-year linebacker Darian Beavers could push uh, um, Davis out of the rotation and off the team. You know, the Giants have... Look at The Giants already have their elite run stopper in Bobby O'Karake. 
So passing, you know, look at it's passing. So pairing a coverage specialist like Darian Beavers alongside um, Davis may be the team's best interest. Oh, not Davis, uh, Okereke. Now, okay, while Davis would more likely than not be brought back onto the practice squad in case Beavers gets hurt again, he likely won't be on the main roster by the, you know, by the Giants. Uh, by, you know, by the Giants, the 2023, uh, the 2000, like, literally when the 2023 season starts. At, you know, even aside from Darian Beavers, a hungry rookie like Michael McFadden could have himself a breakout season after a, rela- you know, after a uh, relatively um, poor rookie year. Obviously, asking asking a lot out of these late round second year players is a lot, but each of them showed flashes to the point where they very well could be trusted over Davis in a key role. So yeah. Um, and last but not least, this is very surprising, but I'm gonna say it anyways. I got offensive guard Shane Lemieux. Look at. I talked about him before. This guy may have, like a Shane Lemieux may have had some potential entering the league. He has played just two games in the last two seasons, and he's entering the fi- he's entering the final year of his contract. Considering that the Giants drafted uh, Joshua Zudu in the third round last season and improved uh, the guard position. You know, improve uh, improve the depth chart. Uh, you know, at the guard uh, guard position, there's a very real chance that Lemieux is released before the start of the season. You know, um, look at we all hate injuries. Injuries suck. Obviously, you know, but you know, like that's a no brainer. But when Shane Lemieux has been on the field in recent seasons. He has played pretty poorly. For example, in one game we saw out of Lemieux in 2022, he only allowed he allowed five pressures and a sack in just 24 pass blocking snaps. There's a lot of you know, and I don't like to bring up the good reasons on firing or getting rid of a player, but like I said, this is this is how this this is just how business works in the NFL. You know, you release Shayla Mew, the Giants would save around $923,000 in cap space. Again, not much, but it would certainly help in signing the incoming rookie class. Perhaps if Shayla Mew had played better in the times we've seen him, it would be easier to root for his return. But he he really simply hasn't shown much at all since being drafted. Simply put, players like Joshua Zudu, Ben Bridgerson, and arguably Marcus McKeithen as well all have more potential than Lemieux at this point. And honestly, they you know they deserve more snaps. Look at maybe Shane Lemieux can prove me wrong. But there is some there there is simply there's simply too much going against him right now to justify keeping him around over some of the younger players on 
you know, on this uh, practice, you know, on the squad. So, yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, guys, those are my four veterans on the New York Giants who I could see getting cut um, with the NFL draft, you know, um, finished. Um, like I said, like I said before, I don't wish any harm on any of these players. I hope none of them lose their jobs. But at the end of, you know, at the end of the day, we all know this. This is how, um, this is how the NFL works. You know, this is how teams get better. But I hope you guys, like I, I'm just gonna. I, I hope you guys didn't enjoy this. It, it hurts me. To, it hurts me when I gotta bring up names of players who, I, you know, who I still believe can. Look, I the players that I just listed. I I believe that the, I believe all of these players have, you know, have something that they can uh, show on the field. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, this is how, um, this is how GMs make their teams better. Getting rid of player, you know, like if you're not, if you're not useful on the team, they're gonna get rid of you, you know. And they're just gonna, they're gonna find, you know, that same GM, he's gonna find someone that that is useful, and he is going to use them in every which way, you know, in the best he can. So we're gonna see what happens, but. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Um, I'll keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants, so stay tuned. Um, I honestly hope I honestly hope that you guys didn't enjoy this, because I didn't. Um, but, but, you know, um, let me know how you guys felt about this one. You know, um, and like I said before, I'll keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants, so stay tuned. But until then... I am out. Peace.